When you know that you are queer, but your favorite drink is beer, that's gayish. You can bottom without stopping, but you can't stop going shopping, that's gayish. Oh, gayish, you're probably gayish. Well, life's just too short for narrow stereotypes, so oh, it's gayish. We're also gayish. It's gayish with Mike and Kyle. Hello, everyone in the podcast universe. This is Gayish, the podcast that reminds you to air dry your jock straps because your whole be may be stretched out, but your elastic shouldn't be. <laughs> oh no! That's just a that's just a good housekeeping tip, you know. Buy quality jock straps so that shit doesn't happen. No, you 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 can't throw it in the dryer. That like any, it's delicate. It's delicate material that oh. you need to air dry. Well, I'm not delicate. I'm Mike Johnson. <laughs> I'm Kyle Goetz. And we're here to bridge the gap between sexuality and actuality. And today... We're going to talk about... <laughs> pups. We're going to talk about pups. <laughs> if Mike has got his howls out. Uh, uh, I actually think... That's legit what... Well, okay, we're doing this because we do not necessarily like understand it or have done it. So, like, yeah, pup stuff. This is going to be real interesting. Apparently doing it doggy style doesn't count. Like, <laughs> you've got, there's more to it. There's definitely more to it, uh, which, actually, I'm going to fill you in on shortly. Ooh, hot. Okay. <laughs> uh, but first... But first, I would like to thank two Patreon supporters. One, Mike... I'm just going to let you know, you're going to have to avoid the obvious. Okay. Because we're smart. Okay. And not obvious. Uh, David A. Wood. I have nothing to say. <laughs> that name has broken me. <laughs> Thanks, David A. Wood. You've ruined Mike. Um, or he would want you to. <laughs> um, and then uh, Chase Carico. Are you, how, like, what, how sure are you that that's how you say that? You know, like 68%. Okay. <laughs> How else would you? Carico? Carico? Car- if I say every possible version, then later I could be like, how do you say this? I don't care enough. Chase. Chase me around the room. CC. CC. Ch- Chase C. Great. Um, thank you. We appreciate you and your money. As the Germans say, donkey shit. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh, also, but first. Also, but first. News. Yeah, yeah. Let's do the news. One. You acted surprised. <laughs> well, we didn't do the news the last episode. That's true. That's true. And I forget if we did it the episode before that. I've just been like, do people miss the news? Nobody said anything. So here we are. Yeah. Um. But fuck it. You're going to have to hear some news. So. <laughs> uh. So. 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 Oh, goodness. What? Heather Matuzik. 32 years old was arrested Wednesday, so this would have been like almost two weeks ago now, on two counts of lewd and lascivious molestation. She is a youth leader at the Clearwater Community Church. She gained the trust of a 15-year-old girl so they could spend more time together. Uh, While at the girl's home, Matuzik allegedly spent the night and slept in the same bed as the girl and was rubbing the girl's body and she felt limp and paralyzed. Um, so apparently like lesbians can do creepy shit too. Oh, she's, she's 
not just a pedophile, but also like a verified lesbian. No. Oh, okay. I'm I'm injecting that into this Got it. story, Got it. but well, like like she's a, a female youth group leader that did freaky shit with a 15 year old girl. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I also think it's like that doesn't alone make her a pedophile. Like, I, or sorry, yes. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Before Dan corrects me, yeah, that doesn't make her a lesbian. Like, like abusing children of any kind just makes you a pedophile. That doesn't necessarily make you a lesbian. Although. I would take issue with calling a 15-year-old a child in the same way that pedophiles are interested. Oh, like, yeah, by the didn't time you teach us about what... Isn't there a different pe- word? Pederasty. Yeah, okay. She, well, she's pedernasty. Yeah. <laughs> Pet her nasty. Ew, That's okay, never did. mind. That's, That's what, not... Okay. Well, no, I didn't mean it that way. I don't like this. Um, so now here's the broken hymen on top of this cake, <laughs> the cherry on this cake. <laughs> I hate that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Matusik is the owner and operator of a Chick-fil-A at Westfield okay. Countryside Mall in Clearwater, Florida. Sure. So like a, both involved in the church and owns a Chick-fil-A. And molested a girl. Yeah. And and we're the ones that are gross and disgusting. Church, yeah. stop it. Yep. Yep. Don't. Yeah. Yeah. Don't. Don't eat chicken and, and don't eat pussy. Don't eat <laughs> underage pussy. <laughs> <laughs> eat pussy your own age i just it's just one of those things that like this is an interesting twist on what is largely just a not surprising story that's right like, it's like <laughs> shootings now like church member abuses child and you're like yeah yeah that's true but still it hasn't church still is a functioning running organization that everyone's like that's fine or no, they're not like that's fine but it's just like but god is bigger than all of us and like stupid boo boo you boo to clarify a pederast is someone who acts on their sexual attraction to children a pedophile is someone who has attraction to children and a febophile is someone who is sexually attracted to adolescents which would be the case here i remember uh, saying that word mm-hmm. and sort of understanding a it yeah a febophile a febophile a febophile a in the pussy the little no oh man i hate us new ringtone <laughs> okay do you want to talk about pups yeah let's go ahead and get out of this situation we're in right here let's talk about pups so yeah um, we are going to have a guest on Yeah. in just a hot minute. Yeah. First, I want to d- tell you about this study that I have. Okay. There are not, there aren't studies about pup play. I think it's like people are just learning that it's a thing, like especially in the research world. Yeah. So all we have is this um, more like interviews with a small number of people. So like, that's kind of what we have to go on. Here's a, is it new? Like maybe it was going on and I just didn't notice it or it wasn't very big yet. But like when I came out 10 years ago, I don't remember seeing pups or people in pup hoods running around the gay bars. Yeah. And now I see them on the yeah. regular. Yeah. I mean, that uh, I, I'm guessing it's a little bit of both. I mean, like there have now been news stories about them. Like I saw this article in, in um, Vice when I was like looking up stuff about this. Uh, this study, that I'm going to say, says that this has never empirically been studied before. Granted. Uh, shit like trans issues by issues have been around for forever and we still don't research them so that doesn't mean that it hasn't been around but I, at least it's like i think now starting to emerge into popular culture in a way or or like entering kind of the the zeitgeist of the non 
pupsters. I love it when you speak German to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is a called the an exploratory study of a new kink activity. And again, they new kink activity. Yeah, this study came out in 2017 uh, by it's UK based, and I love their names: Liam Wignall and Mark McCormick. <laughs> Sir Liam. Sir, Sir Liam and Mark. Uh, those are the most British names ever. Uh, they studied 30 gay or bisexual men in the UK who were all 18 to 35 Caucasian cisgendered men. Uh, so there's no data. There's not like specific data, but there are a few like words that and definitions and things that stood out that I wanted to tell you about. Okay. Because I just love them. <laughs> I love the term. Like I might get into pup play just so I can use fun like turn of phrases it's really enjoyable okay so they define just so everyone knows pup play um, or puppy play as a form of role play where adults adopt characteristics that mimic the behavior of young dogs uh, normally flame, framed as a kinky sexual activity individuals tend to adopt a submissive role imitating the posture of a dog and wear a collar and other gear associated with owning a dog so that's just the here's what it is sure that's not fun i mean that's just FYIs, everybody. Um, the first fun definition that I learned about is called the pup headspace. Ooh. Um, which is uh, one of the uh, participants in the study said it was, quote, a basic mindset where you forget or ignore the human thinking part of the brain and go more instinctual. And yeah. uh, which like part of this, like uh, that sounds nice. Like yeah, it's yeah. like doing <laughs> improv. <laughs> like when you like you're just like, I'm, you why did you just wince uh it reminds me of your description of what it was like to do mushrooms oh yeah yeah, but, yeah. Like, oh like, my god i'm just like i don't have anxiety i'm just kind of free and i can talk just about do, that oh oh well i can always i don't know i loved mushrooms <laughs> i wish i existed in my life on shrooms it, it was a beautiful beautiful okay um but yeah it sounds so nice just to be like just do what you want and what comes naturally and just stop things like someone, I didn't write this down, but someone was like, you don't have to worry about your interview coming up. Cause right now you're a dog. <laughs> right. <laughs> Dogs don't worry about that. You yeah, know? Yeah. Um, so other ways people describe this is pupping out. Okay. I should have put on my pop filter before doing this, uh, pup brain or pup mode. Pup mode. Yeah, get it. I like I like pupping out. That's my favorite one. Pup mode sounds like something an animorph does. <laughs> oh, well, pupping out sounds like you're whoring out your pup. <laughs> I'm gonna pup you out to other. Anyway, um, other people said that pup space was a much deeper form of headspace. You're so immersed in pup play that they discussed an alternative consciousness. Is that a social network for pups? Pup space. <laughs> It was like 15 years ago. Yeah. Like, get with it. Now well, it's pupster. Yeah, great. Um, uh, when you do pup activities with oh BT dubs, everyone, we're like talking about some specifics. You'll get to learn even more about how it feels for one specific pup that we talked to on this episode. So don't worry, you'll learn more about it. But um, when people do pup play together with others, uh, they call it pupping out together. Um, oh, I already used that one. So pupping out, maybe that's why I liked it because it could include multiple people. Um, and uh, when bringing up the comparison to zoophilia, the attraction to animals, animals. Um, one participant said it's ludicrous. It's people. If a horse puts on a hat and dresses up as a man, they can't get a job. <laughs> fair, I, fair uh, point. 
<laughs> I just love that visualization. <laughs> like a horse clippity clopping is like, <laughs> and they're like, a horse. You can't even press the buttons on a calculator. Wait a minute. Mr. Ed could do math. Oh, wow. Don't be horsist, I guess. Um, <laughs> So, this is leading to several participants use the term biopup to distinguish mm. themselves from biological dogs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which that reminds me of bio queens. When we talked about like drag queens, there's, you know, yeah. men, cis men who dress as in drag as women. Yeah. And then there are bio queens, people who are, uh, have vaginas. Uh, I, more recently, I've heard that the term bio queen has uh, been considered a little bit transphobic. Um, and so, uh, the term for a cisgendered woman or a transgender woman who does drag, uh, I've heard hyper queen that hmm. they're sort of doing a hyper, uh, stylized version of femininity. And they're probably on Coke. Great. <laughs> um, I mean, so many, yeah. Okay. So much about drag just looks like how people dress in the South. Women dress in the South. Like, uh, uh, <laughs> it's all we... just imitating like a bell of the ball from the South. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, everyone just wants to get that apple pie. Um, Gross. <laughs> <laughs> what was I taught? What is that a metaphor for? Apple pie? Yeah. Is that a butthole? I, don't, I just think about American pie. Yeah. We fucking a, fucks yeah, a pie. Okay. Um, I'll be your pie tonight. Yeah. Great. Um, okay. Uh, lastly, in the topic of consent, I somehow really liked this. Everyone was like, "It's no, it's not an issue. So one person said, quote, you don't really need to have a discussion about what is okay to do and what isn't. There seems to be a mutual understanding of what is acceptable. If it crosses those boundaries, then you just bark at the pup or handler or move away. <sighs> Which, okay, no victim blaming. Like, it's all like people that assault or uh, be aggressive or rape or whatever people are are disgusting and gross but i also think at the same time us humans can just bark at someone we don't want to approach us and that'd be a pretty good response too that would i feel like really throw someone off so yeah. you know if you're starting to get assaulted and don't want it just bark like a dog and yeah we'll freak their shit out yeah 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 or like you're at the grocery store and you're, <laughs> you're the line is too long in front of you i bet if you start barking like, a lot of people will, will like go somewhere else and let you, you through the, then again the one person that might be walking towards you is the store manager <laughs> to like walk you out so it just depends on if, if how good you are at the scanning if you could kind of get yourself checked out before before you're escorted out before you're forced to leave Goodness. um so those are just this was a really interesting study that I, I like read the whole thing and just about the conversations. It's so interesting. Um, but actually I think a lot of what they explored are similar to what we explored when talking to our guest who's going to be on, who uh, is pup Kiro. Kiro Foster Gray. Yeah. He said that was something we could call him. Okay. Right? Yeah. Because well, people have I'm, like pup names and people have their own names and well, we go into that with him, but pup cure. I mean, there's there's the name that's on your driver's license, and there's the name that you want mm -hmm. to go by, and 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 pups have pup names, and yep. his name is Kiro, but he, um, he's also deaf. Mm -hmm. So if anything about the next part after we come back from the break sounds a little odd, it's because we have an interpreter who is speaking, and so there's often pauses and it's just different than we're uh, our rest of our episodes, and yeah, so the voice you hear equally is awkward. As normal. <laughs> as yes. But <laughs> <laughs> as with any guest, we were uncomfortable and drank, so that helped. Um, no, but yeah, uh, so the voice you're hearing is the voice of the interpreter who is signing to Pup Kiro. Yeah. Did we say enough about that? 
uh, and it was, I don't know, it was a lot of fun. It was, we already recorded it. So I really liked the conversation. I learned a lot. I had some puppiphanies. <laughs> <laughs> See, I might be. You also it. got hit on hard. That's true. <laughs> I wasn't mad. Um, we had met before though. And had got hit on hard there. So maybe, like, I wonder in the pup community, maybe I'm just like a golden pup. Maybe. Oh, I'm a pup now. Rough. Rough. I'm a dog. Rough. <laughs> Rough. Oh, God. Uh, so should we take a break? Yeah, let's take a break. Let's take a break. A potty break? Pup break? <laughs> Poop break? Pee break? <laughs> I'm going to throw this ball and see what happens. <laughs> So are we back? We're back. <laughs> we're back. <laughs> we are back. We are talking about pups, and we are here with Cairo. Thank you for being here. You are welcome. I am so glad to be here. Awesome. So, I don't know where to start even. Yeah, do you, uh, why don't you just start by telling us about how you got into the pup community? Well, I would say probably seven years ago, uh, I met some pups. I mean, I was like looking at these people. I'm like, what is going on? I mean, I, I didn't join them right away. I was kind of just observing from the edges. And I just got so fascinated and drawn in with it. Um, I got to know them a little bit more. And, you know, we did some play uh, petting sessions and they sat down and I'm like, what am I, why are you sitting here? And they're like, pet me. And I'm like, okay, yes, we'll pet you. And then we kind of got into it and I just fell head over heels and I kind of became a pup. Uh, it was really awkward in the beginning, you know, just learning your way through it. And then was thinking about it some more and I, I came up with a pup name for myself, K-E-R-O, Caro. Mm -hmm. And I just, I just, I just dove headed, uh, head first. And I decided later on to buy my own uh, hood and that fit my personality. Okay. And I just, I loved it. I just loved it. And I just have been playing and playing and playing, pop, 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 play, 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 meeting so many people everywhere, just doing things and, you know, maybe petting sessions or like, you know, chasing after balls. And bringing those back, uh, fetch sessions. I mean, I enjoy that too. Okay, there's a lot of things in there that we're going to ask you about. <laughs> so let's start uh, back. What you what you said that stands out to me that I feel right now is when you first saw pups, you were like, "Wait, this is kind of weird," or "What is this?" Right. Bef right. Before that, were you into anything? that you would describe as kinky or BDSM or was this the start of nothing, it? nothing, 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 nothing. I was just a really boring person, <laughs> you know, just, uh, and I saw these folks and I'm like, you know, pup stuff. And I'm like, that's kind of fascinating. So what, what did you do sexually before this? Was it, you know, like, did you have any other experiences that were, that kind of led you to this? Hmm. Well, I mean, before being a pup, I, you know, vanilla with a little bit of chocolate. I mean, you know, a little <laughs> bit of group sex. I mean, you know, mostly one-on-ones, but you know, whatever came my way, just really enjoyed life. And then once I learned more about pop stuff and my world just, I mean, just huge, uh, huge change. I mean, lots of different play, lots of different things. My horizons really got expanded. I just really fell into it. Other than, you know, first seeing pups, what got you to decide to first start exploring it yourself? Well, I mean... I wanted to find me, the real me. I wanted to find out what my inner identity was because I am a dog lover. I've always been a dog lover. I've always had pets and like a million dogs growing up. Um, just a real dog person. So is that important for pups to have to actual like actual dogs? Does that connect? Are, are, are there pups that don't like real dogs? That's interesting. <laughs> 
Sometimes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's funny huh. to me. That's really funny to me. I don't know why. I just never considered it until right now. <laughs> well, I mean, it's true, though. You know, it's yeah. true. I mean, for some people who have allergies, uh, you know, maybe they love the idea of a dog and love being a dog, but can't be around them. I mean, I hate cats. But I see people who dress cats up are like evil. A... <laughs> cats are objectively horrible. So, well, technically, I'm allergic to cats. Also, oh, so you know, it. can you tell us about your first pup experience? Like, what was your, what was it like dipping your toe into the water of of pup play? <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> I remember my very first. Uh, I was so awkward. It was so awkward. Uh, everyone was like, come on, come on, play. We got a ball. And I'm like, I'm just drinking, drinking, and drinking, and drinking, and drinking. <laughs> and then I went to go play with those folks. And oh, um, I mean, we, we played ball. We scratched each other. Um, you know, like we did like kind of like roll around, uh, you know, like horse play, uh, you know, doggy style, just kind of like, you know, on top of each other. I mean, it was just fun. What's I okay? I have never done or experienced anything pup related other than being at CC's at the fetish night. So, it you're you're describing a lot of different kinds of activities. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. The second Saturday at uh, at Cuff, uh, it's called the Mosh. And that's where pups get together all the time. Like, they just kind of get together to hang out, socialize. It's like two to four or something, second Saturday every month. Uh, and so we get together and do that. Just lots of, you know, we play ball, we chat, we drink. Or, uh, you know, there's a little uh, quiet corner. There's a quiet room. You can just sit and, like, cuddle and snuggle and scratch each other and, you know, do that kind of thing. And then there's, like, like a play area. You can have, like, ropes and wrestle around with each other. You know, pretend biting. Pretend biting. Uh, or... You know, you just like grab someone and just kind of wrestle around and just, you know, roll around like dogs do. So there's that there seems like aside from the sexual component, there's an element of this that you're getting to pretend to be something you're not like. It feels like it's yeah, like different. a dog, like a dog. Yeah. And it, but and it feels like is, is that part sexual to you or is is that giving you something else? I mean, it's both. Sometimes, you know, not sexual at all. Sometimes it is kind of a sexual flavor. Um, mm -hmm. It just really depends on the people I'm with and the comfort level. So you might, with a group of people, do these kind of pup role-playing things, but not actually, like, have penetrative sex with them. Yeah, correct. Yeah, correct, okay. correct. No, I mean, um, you cannot fuck in uh, the cup, in the cup, oh, right. the bar. Like, I mean, you, you know. Technically. You wear... <laughs> uh, right, technically. You cannot. You cannot. Dan raised his hand. <laughs> do you, is it just like hooking up with someone where you, like, after pup play kind of like find someone to take take you home or do, are the rules do they are the hookup and rules different in the pup world you can i mean anything can happen after the mosh is over like you know you see somebody you like maybe go home with them or you know go to the bathhouse and just get it on or maybe uh you know go around back to the alley make sure no one's back there <laughs> you know boom real quick i mean it can happen uh it could happen and there are different pup roles can you tell me a little bit about the roles and what your role is? Well, my pup hood is blue, which means blowjobs. But the rest of the colors, honestly, I'm not sure. I think yellow, I think, is pee. Yes, okay, thank you, Dan, saying yes. Red, I want to say it's blood. Fisting? Uh, for for hankies, it's, it's fisting, I think. 
Oh, okay. Maybe I don't, I don't know if the colors are the same between Pup Hoods and Hankies. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, I just in my head, I was trying to think of like what red would be. Or maybe it was blonde. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So Okay. So there are hoods that mean different things that you're into. And aren't there also like pups and handlers? Can you tell us a little bit about that dynamic? Oh, yeah, yeah. Handlers, handlers. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Okay. So I only know a little bit about this part, but I am a pup. Like you could be a handler and you could tell me like what to do. Sit. And I would like sit. Or you can say, you know, woof. And I would woof. Um, Lay down. And I would lay down. Or uh, you could tell me to follow you. And then, you know, I would just like follow you around like on a leash. I don't have a handler. I mean, I prefer to be an independent pup. Oh, okay. So my perception is that there's... Oh, wait. What are the... You just motioned your leashes. What are the leash... What's the leash mean? Um, That I'm just a pup. Okay. Self-identified, uh, independent. Um, some handlers make uh, a leash and give that to you. Then that would mean like I would be yours if you gave mm. me that leash and that and that collar. That I would like you know have to bow down to you. I would be your pet. And so that's w- what I was thinking is there was always like a, a pup and a handler that go together. But that's is... not necessarily the case. Oh no, it can be pup alone. I mean, I'm an independent solo. <laughs> independent. And I prefer pup. I prefer it that way. Uh, well, okay. I mean, tactically. Some, I mean, there's always like, there's a person where I'm like, you know, you, maybe you can be my handler. Maybe we'll talk about it. There's one person I'm thinking of and we just keep putting it off and putting it off and putting it off. We haven't set anything up yet. And so does that mean, um, the only time you help hook up with people is like with pup play or, uh, do you also do back to your, what you called vanilla, <laughs> your vanilla sex? Uh, if someone doesn't do any pup play, whatever, it's a big mix. Oh, okay. It's a big mix. Yeah. If. I had a handler and I wanted to fuck someone. I would have to ask the handler's permission first. So it kind of depends on who it is and what the dynamic is. And that's why I'm like, nah, I'd rather be independent. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, 24-7 horny, that's me, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, Dan knows, Dan knows. <laughs> it really stood out to me as well when you said that you saw this for the first time and just kind of knew that you were interested in it. We did an episode. Yeah, yeah, it's true, true. We, we did an episode on BDSM, but uh, we've talked about other kinks on the show before. And I keep asking, I don't have none of them speak to me. Should I just keep looking? And it sounds like, from based on your experience, anyway, yeah, keep looking. Someday you might find the thing. You could. I mean, it could be. It could be. I mean, I guess. What is your favorite thing to do? Like, what is something that you just like love? I mean. For me, it's like, you know, the pup scene and, I mean, possibly Handler. I don't know. But maybe group play or something or maybe something else. I think you already know what you're into, but you're just like, I don't know what, embarrassed to admit it. Like, you like voyeurism. You like, you say, you already said you like those things. That's true. But it feels like you don't want to, I don't know, you don't want to admit that you like that? Or you don't want to, I don't know what it is that... I do think there's a certain amount of, like... Whatever I'm into is, uh, I've I have normalized it. So I'm I'm always looking for like what's the what's the thing that I'm gonna surprise myself with, mm. and maybe that's not out there. I don't know. Hmm. hmm. <clears throat> so you enjoy watching? I mean, I think you just think that's hot. I mean, I think that's hot. Does it makes you more excited? I mean, your dick gets harder. You're like, woo! Gotta just rub that fucking thing when you, you know, just explode all over the place when you watch people. Is that you? Um, I mean, sort of. Yes. I, do, I actually, I'm also chi- okay. I'm okay. Also, I'm also chicken shit. I don't really pursue it that much. I'm afraid to ask people to let me watch them, and I have a lot of hangups because I, I grew up in 
Eastern Washington. <laughs> uh, I guess I'm curious. Are you like a shy person? Are you very bashful? Sexually, for sure. I, I wouldn't say that socially, no, not at all. I'm pretty outgoing. Yeah, I, I do think you you have a hard time asking for what you want. Or like that's for some reason for me, when I'm on the apps, I feel great about just being like, okay, so here's what's going to happen. You're going to throw me on the bed. I want to like, but if for some reason it feels like you can't tell people directly what you want. Oh, you're like me. You're like me. I'm just yeah. like, yeah, just app, app, app. Here's all the stuff. Here's everything that I want. Yeah, it feels like an easy, I don't, I think it's uncomfortable to do it in person. So over the apps, it, it's way easier to be like, here's exactly what I like and figure out if they like that too. Yeah, not really. Though. Oh, really? Why not? What's yours? I mean, I, I'm not shy at all in any sense. I'm just like, oh. I'm naked all the time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I guess I need that like layer of apps to like make myself feel comfortable doing it. <laughs> or Have some more wine. Take some more wine. <laughs> or the wine. That helps too. <laughs> For sure. So I think you just need to, I don't know, accept what you like and ask people for it. Yeah. And keep not taking my Lexapro because apparently it makes my libido better. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Problem solved. Yeah, so when you, yeah, going back to that moment where you first figured out that it was something you were into, like, what did that, was, was that an exciting moment? Like, you f felt like you connected it with it already? Did you need to get into it a little bit before you really knew it was uh, your community? I mean, I was interested at first, but I did do some research, a little bit of research beforehand. I kind of looked some things up. Handlers, pups, being independent extra handler sometimes there's two handlers one pop and like there's all these different configurations and i was reading about this stuff and i was asking people you know i was like can i just be me without a handler They're like yes of course you can of course you can and i'm like okay okay that sounds good to me and i kind of went down that path and i just i just really just got into it just really sucked into it two handlers one pup sounds like a great youtube video <laughs> oh oh there are there are yes there are <laughs> Uh, you have no idea. I, you have no idea. I have never seen any kind of like pup porn, so this might have to be part of my research. Dan's mouth is. <laughs> do you have suggestions? Should we just? Or like <laughs> <laughs> this is not part of the podcast that you need to like hook up with anyone. But um, like, are there other sites specifically that, oh, yeah, that cater to the pup community for porn? Um, there's just, just so over. many out there. Yeah, they're just all over. Hmm. Puphub.com? Seapaw. <laughs> uh, uh, S-E-A-P-A-H. Uh, that's uh, that's for me, like for member. It's a pup membership thing. Oh. Interesting. Oh. Seattle Pups and Handlers is what it's S-E-A-P-A-H. That's, that's, that's it exactly. P-A-H. Yeah. Seapaw. Yeah, and in Seattle, of course. Seattle-P-A-H Pups and Handlers. So yeah. is that like the community to meet other people? Or is that like a, a porn site? <laughs> uh, meeting people. Meeting people. Meeting people. Oh, meeting people. Okay. Uh, porn is a separate site. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, <laughs> unless you really, you know, you guys have your own personal agreements. Maybe you could work out some porn afterwards. <laughs> uh, but it's separate. <laughs> Got it. But um, maybe you guys probably know. Oh, what is the name of it? Um, Hump? Oh, you the, guys know the, Hump? Yeah. The, the, the film festival? Yes, yes, yes. The film yeah. festival. Yes. I was in uh, as a pup. I was in Hump. Uh, one of my friends... Uh, Danny uh, asked me, he's like, please, 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 please. And I'm like, you fucking bet I'll be in your video. <laughs> and it was called uh, You Get a Tail. You Get a Tail was the video. And I was in the show. I was in there. We filmed. It was fucking. And no blowjobs, just fucking. And I was like, oh, so hot. Did you good. then watch it at the film festival later? 
Yes. What? And what was that like? I was so proud. Uh-huh. I was like, yeah. I was like screaming, like, yeah, it's me. And everybody's looking at me. And I'm like, hi, it's me, it's me. And that was me up there. But afterwards, after the filming, um, a few people came up. After the showing, they're like, was that you? And I'm like, yeah, that was me up there. And I was, you know, just signing. I'm like, yes. And they're like, oh, oh, wow, wow, wow. And they, they were trying to communicate with me and trying to say something. And I'm like, look, just talk. I can try to read your lips or whatever. And they were like, oh, can I have your autograph? And I'm like, you bet. And boom, there we go. Sign their program. And it was like, I think two autographs I gave. That okay, night. so I didn't know we were talking to a pup celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> we would have rolled out the fancy alcohol if we knew that. But... There is no red carpet <laughs> over there. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, this is just not, red wine. This that's not the classiest. We're not the classiest on this podcast. But so you you mentioned that you you have your 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 hood that you picked out. How long did you shop for that? Where did you shop for that? How did you <laughs> make your decision? I ordered it from Mr. S. Okay, Mr. S. Hmm. Online ordered that. That's a leather company, right? Like harnesses. Uh, and yes, stuff. yes, uh-huh. yes, 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 yes. Okay. I think I paid. Oh gosh, maybe two hundred plus two day shipping. Uh, <laughs> little extra, little need, extra. Need it now. <laughs> oh, absolutely! I needed it right now. Yeah, and uh, if there was no extra, I mean, it would have been like a week's wait. And like, oh, oh no, I click this thing. I need it now. Two days. Um, what other like pup gear do you have? I mean, just the hood so far. I have uh, like a pup shirt. But I really want to buy, I'm not even sure what you even call it. It's like a little strap that goes in your chest. It's like a little, like a harness a sort harness? of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that, like a harness. I really want one of those. But I mean, they're like 250 bucks for a good one. And I want, I'm going to have to wait. I'm going to have to wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I was going to ask, what are the other common pup gear that, that other people have? Um, you know, a collar with like a little clasp for a leash. Not the kind of like I'm wearing here, but like with a leash attachment, elbow pads, gloves, knee pads. And a tail, mm-hmm. a tail. Um, it's like a belt with a tail attached to it, or there's one that you can put up your ass. I've seen and those. And you've seen those wag. Yep. <laughs> Dan looks very excited about the... <laughs> oh, yes. Have you have you used them? <laughs> Daddy has some. That you've used? Mm-hmm. Oh, good for you. <laughs> Help us understand for... I, I guess I can kind of see the... The fun of it, uh, because I'm more into like sub kind of things, but what is the fun? What is the sexual enjoyment that you get out of doing this? Why is why is it need to be pup? Why isn't it other BDSM things that you do? Help people that might not understand it, understand why you're into it. Um, BDSM, I don't really know a lot about. So do you consider yourself part of like the BDSM culture or not? No. No. I think that's separate. Oh, interesting. I always thought of it as part of it because it has some of the like those same dynamics. I mean, I think there are some pups do cross over, but I think, I mean, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but I think oh, some do and some you, don't, and I'm one that doesn't. I don't. So really pup, get... pup play is the only uh, kind of. That's it. That, that's okay. it. That's it. Everybody's got their own circles, and I don't think that they all necessarily intersect. I have met a few um, trans pups, and they're so cool, um, so cool. So that's all good. Um, so then help explain what draws you to that. What do you get out of it? Um, I like to meet a lot of new people. And, and as a pup, you meet people all the time. Like you exchange Facebook, phone number. I mean, you fuck a lot of people. And sometimes some of them, they come up to you and it's like, uh, uh, and they, they try to talk to me and I'm like, hello, yes, I'm right here. Do you want to say something? And 
they're just like, mm, mm, okay, hang on. And then they bust out their phone and like text me something and I read it and they're like, I want to learn ASL. And I'm like, okay, roll my eyes first, tie back. <laughs> and like, it's like, man, you got to sign up for like a, uh, visually speaking, visually speaking mm. dot info. Cause I teach classes there. I teach classes. I'm like, Hey, sign up. You want to learn? Sign up. And they're like, oh, 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 okay. Is it hard? And I'm like, I don't know, go, go and <laughs> sign up and go find out for yourself. That's so interesting that the first thing you mentioned uh, that you like is meeting people because I would have expected it to be more about like the first thing you didn't say was it's fun to have sex or, or like you talked about the, the people in it. That's really interesting to me. Yeah. Me, I mean, sex too, but meeting people. I mean, I work at uh, Trader Joe's and I mean, I meet tons of people every day and I love meeting people. I love it. Love it. I'm not shy to meet anybody. I'll go up to anybody. But like, hey, my name's Carol. And people will like, just like recoil and horror. Are you deaf? I, duh. Yes, I am deaf. <laughs> so is there a subculture within the pup community that is deaf pups? I wanted to ask about intersectionality. So far, I am the only deaf one that I know. So far. So far. Uh, and proud of it. Proud of it. Very proud. Do you, do you want this to be a call out to any other deaf Seattle pups? <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. If anyone out there is a deaf pub that is in the Seattle area and listens to our podcast, and listens to our we don't podcast. make it very accessible. Ah, shit. Like, well, you know, you could do a YouTube. You could do a YouTube. Thing. True. We could do YouTube, and we need to get transcripts once we can. Yes, transcripts. Afford it. Maybe this one. We definitely should do it for this one. Sorry, this is not. Now I'm just thinking like for this one specifically. Oh, it's really fine. I found okay. a possibly cheaper option, oh, so we okay. can talk more about it. You mentioned something that I think was really interesting. That when you started experimenting with pup, you said you like found you wanted to find yourself. What do you What do you feel like you've learned about yourself by being in the pup community? Well, before being a pup. I just, I just didn't know who I was. I didn't know what I really wanted to do with my life or anything. And I just, you know, went to college, did some hairstyling. Nah, that's nah, no, no clients were coming in and nothing was working out. I mean, I think because I was deaf, that's probably a big part of it. Um, before I got married, uh, you know, saw the pup stuff and I was just curious and I just had this feeling, just like this instant immediate feeling of like, you know, yeah, that looks... That was fun. I think that I maybe want to get into that. Is that is that me over there? So I kind of just followed that feeling and decided, you know, I'm going to give this pup thing a try. And um, it gave me so much stuff to do. I really got into it. And like I started going to all these events, all these pup-specific events as well, and seeing all these handler and pup events. And went to a canine pup event. And I just, I loved like all these events. Just started getting into it and doing doing the stuff and meeting people. And I, I really felt like I found myself. I really felt like that was really me. And we didn't ask about this yet. You're currently married. Yes. And yes. so tell me about that dynamic with your marriage and, you know, what, what do you do? What, what does your husband? I didn't ask that. Is that right? Yes. 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 Okay. Your husband. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. And what, like, do you, does he go with you? I mean, my do husband you... is a professional interpreter. Oh. Uh, yes. That's yes. cute. <laughs> yes. And when we met, he knew barely any sign language um, before he met me. Uh, and then, you know, a little bit. He was kind of just roughly signing. It was really cute. <laughs> really cute. And then we started dating. And I admit, I was talking a lot. I was talking and signing. And he was, like, struggling to keep up. And we were kind of going through it. And then I think after maybe four months or so, I uh, 
I got to like a friend asked me to uh, uh, to move out. So I was like, okay, well that means I would have to find another place to live or I would have to fly back home to Minnesota. Mm. And my husband, his name is Chris. Uh, he's like, no, 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 you can't leave, you can't leave. Like live with me, live with me if you don't have a place. And I was like, oh. After how long of dating? <laughs> Three months. Wow. Oh, you're basically lesbians then. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> Says Mike who moved in with his now ex-husband, ex-husband. after... Two th- months. <laughs> Mike's right there with you. That's even worse. You're a worse lesbian. <laughs> exactly. So, moved in with him uh, and with his cousin. It was a little bit awkward with three people in a small apartment and we're like, mm. and I'm like, me and Chris decided to move out on our own and it, we, we got a place, got a new apartment. And so I'm like, hey, you know, you know, I can kind of talk, right? Okay, but I'm going to turn my tongue and my throat off <laughs> and I'm going to bust out my hands and you're going to have to learn some sign language. And he like, you know, trial by fire. And he was like, oh my God, oh my God, stop, stop, stop. Um, and he had to go to school. He had to go to school and study to become an interpreter. And he got through it and graduated. And now he's a professional interpreter. He's been one for, I think, five years. Wow. So did you get into PUP while the two of you were together? Yes. Yes. Uh, we were dating. And I was in the process of learning about PUP stuff. Yes, that is correct. And how? what is... Does he... Is he involved in the pub community at all? Does he, is that? No, 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 no. And he's. He is just, he is just Chris. He is just Chris. <laughs> <laughs> so does that mean you're, an, do you call it an open relationship? Yes. Okay. Yes. I mean, we, we agreed, mutually agreed before we started dating. Um, and I'm like, hey, you know, look, I need, uh, I mean, I, I want to try an open relationship. He's like, okay. And we just rolled with it um, because I mean, one-on-one is like, you know, mm, get kind of boring after a while. <laughs> I'm like 24-7, I am horny, and I mean, I don't know about him. I mean, looks, you know, open, you okay with open? He's like, yes, of course. But of course, we communicate, communication, talk about things all the time. Hey, I'm going to go fuck this guy over here. Okay, cool, have fun. (laughs) And, you know, and play safe or, you know, uh, come home safe at least. (laughs) So, uh, yes, but we communicate, communicate, communicate. So important. So then... I'm just, that's so interesting to me that he's not at all in the pup community, but that's such a big part of your life. Like, is there anything that you need to do special to like make that work other than communication? Or is it just whatever you do in your sex life? He's just like, that's cool. I mean, we just talk first before anything ever happens, before sex with anyone happens. And I'll be like, hey, you, you cool if I fuck someone? And he's like, yeah, cool. Have fun. Just go and do it. And And sometimes like he will ask me. And he'll say, yeah, you know, there's this guy who kind of wants to, you know, kind of give my number and just suck him off real quick. And I'll be like, that guy? He'll be like, yeah. He'll be like, yeah, go, go do it. I don't care, you know. So, so the, the, the pup uh, doesn't, like, factor into that at all. That doesn't seem like it's an element. No, that no. It's, okay, it's more about the open relationship. He totally doesn't care if I'm a pup. I mean, mm. uh, he notices that I'm happier. And so me Aww. being happy makes him happy. As far as the... Like the sex stuff. I mean, we, you know, like I said, communication. Sometimes it's threesomes. Sometimes it's foursomes. And I've done a six-way one time. <laughs> so then when you... Does he ever do the the pup play with you? Or when you're having sex with him, is there... Is it no pup stuff? Like, is he anti when it comes to his sex? No, no pup stuff. I mean, he's just... It's just normal, um, you know, married sex, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, married sex, sure, yeah, yeah. This is blowing my mind. I just didn't imagine there being a relationship with one person in the pup community and one person not. So, like, uh, that's just so interesting to me. Some pups 
ask uh, him, you know, hey, can I, you know, can you be my handler or can we get some kind of a thing going on? And he'll be like, eh, you know, I don't know, I don't know. Um, we talk, I mean, you know, maybe later we'll discuss it or something, um, but no. And I'm like, if he wants to go for it, if he wants to be someone's handler or something, I mean, I don't care. Uh, I know that there's one handler who I kind of want to nudge, uh, but I keep, I, I mentioned this earlier, you know, I haven't done anything yet, but it could happen. I mean, I don't know, maybe. How, okay, how do you imagine that working if you have a husband and separately have a handler? That seems like a really complicated dynamic. <laughs> we would figure it out. Okay. We would figure it out. I just, okay, this is, I'm just processing all of this. <laughs> Dan, Dan is treating me like I'm ridiculous. <laughs> talking about three whole people you're talking about yes that's not complicated two people are complicated no. much less <laughs> no seven eight nine people okay. is complicated <laughs> three is easy that's true that is very true dan <laughs> i have experienced you know like like group sex like threesomes foursomes and then the six way and that uh, an eight way one time and so like you know different dynamics but so fucking hot though, all of it. <laughs> I'm I'm still like really trying to understand the the putt play that you're doing before. Is that all foreplay as part of it? Is that sometimes just fun to do separate than the sexual experience? I mean, it's both. Mm. I mean, it can be foreplay. You can suck somebody off while you're doing it, roll around and touch someone, or you end up fucking while you're doing it. Sometimes mm. it just depends on our preferences the mood or you know you guys up for it or or no we're just gonna do a little foreplay and then that's it i mean who knows so sometimes you might do like some i don't know what to call it pup stuff <laughs> and then it doesn't lead anywhere and then you're like okay bye yeah that happens well, that happens okay and then sometimes you just fucking go by that's it <laughs> how long did it take you to feel it seems like there's so many customs and norms that you have to learn about how long was it after you started that you felt comfortable, like you kind of knew what you were doing about three months or so. So then how do you learn? You said you did like research. Is that the main way you learn or do you learn by interacting with handlers? I think just meeting new people in, in person, people who are pups. I mean, I think is a great way. And if there's a handler too, I mean, go up to them and talk to them too. I mean, and for me anyway, I mean, I don't think there's any, you know, I don't think there's a lot of educational websites mm. in terms of that. Um, but I think in person, touching a person, seeing a person and seeing what it's all about. That's what I like anyway. Gotcha. And what, what would advice would you give to someone who's interested in it, but doesn't know kind of what to do next or how to get involved? Dan, are you volunteering yourself? Uh, 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 sorry. Uh, as Kiro knows, like, yeah, I, like I have dipped my toe in pup. Oh, so if you're Dan, yeah. I am a I I am a pup in my bedroom with daddy, but very like I've never been to a mosh. I've never. Is your name Is your name Scout? Have y'all wait? Have y'all interacted in like the pup world before? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was actually really surprised to hear that Kiro's one of the few deaf pups because when I've hung out with him, everyone that surrounds him is signing. <laughs> I thought I was the... They mo- learned. They learned. They learned. Micro and like oh. so many people are signing. So many of the pups sign, it seems like. But maybe, yeah, maybe it's just... No, no. it's just me. <laughs> no. just, it's just me. Just me. I am the one. Interesting. I Well, okay. I knew 
<laughs> we had you reach out, but I didn't know that like y'all were like in circles together. Ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Kira's one of the first pups that's like he came and like he sat with me and with Daddy and like he's like, "What's your pup name?" And I, I f- he's one of the first people that made me feel included in a pup community. Yes, yes, I am proud of it. I'm proud of it. Do you find yourself like falling into that <laughs> role often of um, like welcoming people Ambassador. into the community? <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Anybody who wants to become a pup or wants to try it, I'm like, come on in, come on in, get over here, come here. No, no, no. Here, have some booze, have some booze, have a couple of drinks. Now keep coming over here and just relax, just relax. Be yourself. Uh, don't get too stressed. Don't get all in your head about it. Just let go and just enjoy. And that's how uh, I got Dan. And I, I can see him drinking, drinking, drinking. And then he kind of loosened up a little bit. <laughs> okay. Well, our listeners have an interesting fascination with learning more about Dan. So the more you can spill about Dan, the better. <laughs> uh, we should share all the information, Dan. Um, gosh. Uh, the first time we met, where was it? It was uh, Diesel. Diesel, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, Diesel. Uh, and he was with his daddy and his daddy knew some sign. And so we were kind of just chatting a little bit and he was like watching the conversation back and forth. He's like, I need to learn ASL. Damn it. <laughs> so, uh, slowly picks him up. I think you're coming along. Have y'all fucked? <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. How do you say but, yet? But he wants to. He wants to. How do you to. say yet? <laughs> not yet. This is, this is how you'd sign it. Not yet. Not yet. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's the appropriate sign for the situation, yes. Dan, you'll have to tell me later how much of this I can include <laughs> and how much of this I have to cut out because... Include it all. All of it. Okay. Yeah. Dan, tell me, you said that uh, he was the first person to make you feel included in like the pup community. What's like, it like for you then Like when you first, I don't know, met a pup, got started like... He's definitely not the first pub I've met, oh, but okay. the first, like the sort of public out in out in bars, out in like out in a public space pub community, like I, it's it's intimidating on some level, like for me because I'm I'm surprisingly maybe to listeners I'm very shy. Um, I don't easily talk to people oh, out in public. Uh, oh, I knew, yeah. I knew that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew that. <laughs> yeah, Kiro knows that. Yeah, I'm. I'm not easy. Yeah, I'm I'm shy. And then once you start talking to me, I become an open book. That's how I describe myself. Hmm. And uh, I know pups more privately. But Kira was the first to like come over and like start talking to me and like, hey, meet this pup and this pup and this pup and come over here. That we're going to hang out and like it. I it like and Kira put his mask on or his hood on his pup hood on me and then like Mox had me put his pup hood on yes, me, like yes, to yes. try out figure out which size would fit me best and like that was that was a big deal for me it was an even bigger deal for daddy because that like I, he smiled ear to ear he wants oh, he was into that he wants me to have a pup hood oh yeah bad. oh yeah oh yeah he <laughs> took a picture of him with it yeah 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 yeah, yeah. is the is the pup community small enough that like everyone knows each other my pup community here, I mean, I know everybody, but I mean, out there in the mm. world, I mean, no. I mean, I know some people out there for sure. So, so in Seattle, though, you you know most of oh, them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. In Seattle, sure. Interesting. Mm. And there's uh, there's cats, there's pups. Some people dress up like horses. 
Squirrels, maybe? I think I see a squirrel. I mean, it just depends on your preference. What? <laughs> <laughs> they're, yeah. They're, yeah. And is it, I, I've only heard about the pups. Is our, when you do like horse play, <laughs> is, that, is it the same idea? Pony. Is it all? Oh, <laughs> oh yes. Yeah. Right. Pony. Okay. Yes. Pony. Pony. Okay. Um, but. Is it just the same as the pup? No, I mean every every animal has their different thing. So okay, so the the you you're you're doing the thing of the animal, but it but it's the same idea of one person is acting like the animal, whatever they would do. Yeah, basically, basically, you copy the animal. Yeah. Okay. Uh, recently, I saw a horse, or I guess a pony, came up, and I'm like, whoa, like they. Had like these giant like shoes and they were clomping around in and they had this giant like thing they were wearing, like this kind of harness and these little like hooves on their hands and this big like thing on their head that had like um like the long elongated face of a horse and some ears and I'm like whoa, uh so I decided to uh, grab my best friend, who knows a lot uh, about signing also and I'm like hey would you mind interpreting for me real quick and so we went up to this this pony and I'm like hey. Pony, um, <laughs> just you know, I'm I'm deaf, and can I just ask you a question? And of course, I mean, I couldn't read lips because I mean, I you know, wearing the horse mask, and so I'm looking at my friend, and he's like, yeah, of course. So I'm just like, your outfit, your your accoutrement, like all these things you're wearing. How do you feel with all this stuff on? He's like, I'm sweaty as fuck in here. <laughs> and I'm like, yes. Okay, thumbs up. That's all I wanted to know. Okay. <laughs> Th that's so interesting that you can, you are into pup play, which some people don't understand, but other people can be doing something like wearing a pony outfit and you don't understand that. Like, so you can kind of understand how people on the outside yes, might yes. feel. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Would you, I know you said you had dogs growing up. Would you ever explore with a different animal that's not a pup? Nope. 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 Wow. Like pops, pop, pops is it forever until I'm dead and buried. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I mean, we all agree cats are the worst. So as long as I'd be open to anything <laughs> that's not a cat, but so leading up to this episode, I, I told a lot of people that we were going to have you on and I more than once somebody said, oh, so he's a furry. And I said, for sure not. That's not what this is. But I had a hard time. Oh, oh, oh! Um, there are furries, though. But that is. But you're correct. It's totally different from a pup thing. I'm, yeah, I'm just. Yeah, I'm, Venn diagram, can, right? Can, can you can you speak to that? Like, where where are those boundaries, or, or how do you tell the differences? Well, I don't know much about furries, honestly. I cannot speak on that very much. What they do with their jam is, uh, but furries. They have they wear a lot of fur is like what I observe and they just have fur like all over their face and like the hoods and the costumes. It looks like they're really hot and they're sweating and they're like stumbling around. And after a while you gotta take it off and then I, it smells, okay? Like it really smells. The sweat is intense. One of the differences that I've picked up from the people that I spend time with who I, I, I spend time with many people who are both furries and pups. Most pup hoods, you can see their eyes. Mm -hmm. Most furry heads, you cannot. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so... That's uh, a good point, There's yes. a dissociative nature to a furry costume that doesn't exist with a pup, like a pup hood. So a pup hood, you can stay sort of engaged with the eyes. Mm -hmm. So if that's important to you... Oh, gosh, you know, no, no, no. no. I think it could happen where you could still have a really strong connection with a furry, I think. Yeah. And... Gosh, I mean, that's an interesting point, though. I mean, I've had I've met a few where like we really connected, and it could be like really extra exciting sex sometimes. So 
I did want to ask a little bit about the experience, and it's probably a hard question because these are really abstract concepts, but when you're in your hood and you're playing, does it feel different than real life? Like, uh, I don't even want to say, I don't even know if it's appropriate to call it real life, but like when, when you're not a pup, when you're at your job or whatever, does it feel different? Does existence feel different? Like, no, you, you no. I mean, it's like 50-50 kind of. I try to flip back and forth between them. But it feels like me, like in my job, I'm like focused, I'm doing my work, I'm just doing things. And then pup stuff is like, you know, like, yeah, I'll get to that later once work is all done. And then once you're you're finished and you get home, shower, get dressed, put on the hood, and then like you do your own pup stuff. I mean, it's, I mean, I feel like it's real. It's it, There's no conflict, if that's kind of what you're asking. It doesn't, there's no mixed up feelings. It, it seems like you would get to, if you wanted to kind of be a different character, but like be a, a little bit different person than you always are. But it sounds like he's saying not. Well, I mean, for for, for my job, I'm still Caro. So they still call me the same as my pup name. But it's funny because we have new managers who didn't realize that my real name uh, comes on my paycheck. And so they're going through my paycheck and they're going through the checks. (laughs) And they're like, I don't see your, you got a check in here. I don't see your check, Caro. And I'm like, no, 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 come here. here, here." (laughs) And so I would like pick my check out of the stack. I'm like, this is me. And they're like, Oh, Foster. I didn't know that was your real name. I've only called you Caro. Yeah, I mean, I am Caro. <laughs> and I'll bark at people at work and like, yeah, okay, okay, got it, got it, got it. That clears it up for people pretty quick. Uh, we didn't ask about the, like, pup name. What is the importance of the pup name? Well, I think it's just a comfort level. Um, you're just more comfortable with your pup name because that's who you are. That's how that's who I am. So, I mean, Caro is who I feel most comfortable as. I mean, for like the last seven years. So I think that's really the relevance of it. I really enjoy that. But, you know, when it comes to legal stuff, if police show up or lawyers or anything like that, I have to, like, switch back to being Foster. And I feel like, oh, Foster. Yes, my name is Foster. (laughs) I I was thinking that people typically, like, only use their pup name when they were doing their pup things. No, 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 no. no. Wide open all the time, yeah. Wow. So it's like a... I don't know. It feels like you... Once you get into the community, you kind of become, and now I'm starting to understand what you mean by finding yourself, because it seems like you were able to... Caro is who I am, yes, all the time. And that's something that you found through the pup community. Yes, exactly, exactly. Caro is me. What do you think would have happened? I think it could have been easy for you to not have seen this pup community and, and not have gotten involved in it. Do you think you would have found it eventually, or do you think there would have been something out there that you were still looking for? You know, I probably would have never found myself, I don't mm-hmm. think. Hmm. I mean, if I had never met those pups that day or if I had never bumped into them and it would just be, I would just be plain old Foster. Uh, I don't know. Huh. But yeah, yeah. This is something that I didn't expect about this of like how um, how much it permeates kind of the the rest of your life outside of being in your hood or doing pup stuff, how do you feel like it's affected the the other aspects of your life? Being at your job, being with your friends? Well, well maybe I'm not going to use your name, but I have a friend. Uh, I have a friend of mine, and we work together at Trader Joe's. And she always does this sign. I'm doing the sign for Woof. Uh, and she's like, Woof, 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 Woof. And I, I, was, I, I asked her, like, hey, so what are you doing? Like a dog thing? What's going on? And she's like, well, I don't know. Should I be a dog? And I'm like, well, I mean, come along and come in my community. Uh, you're always welcome. Maybe try it someday. Um, and so she does this woof thing all the time. Woof, woof, woof. 
And so I think maybe there's a seed there. Uh, maybe like what's huh. in me is I'm spreading the word. Still, I mean, she's still new, still new. Uh, I think she wants to maybe get into it. So mm. me being an ambassador, me being the nudger. Huh. Um, but you know, she's got a crazy work schedule. And my work schedule, I don't know if we could ever play together at the same time, so. It, so my perception is it's almost exclusively gay men. Is that not true? Oh, no, it's both. Huh. It's both. Would you play with people that are not gay men? Uh, we would play rope play or rolling around. Not sex, no, but like like pup play, sure. Oh, so you so the the pup play doesn't necessarily have to be with other gay men, but then like when it comes to the like the sex, that would only be with other gay men. Correct. Yes. Correct. I'm trying. Like, I'm still maybe I'm like still trying to figure out how this all comes together. Of like <laughs> the the pup play stuff. If that's with people that are not gay men, then it's not all about just the foreplay if they're not the ones you're sexually into. I mean, you're just playing with a ball. You're just <laughs> doing whatever. You're just playing. I guess what I'm realizing is there's just way more than the actual sex while wearing a pup mask that, that's involved, and that's what I need to kind of expand my definition of what the pup com community is yes, like. Yes, 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 okay. yes, yes. I'm learning. Are most people then gay men? Most, well, yes, most of them are. Mostly okay. gay men. Uh, I think there are some lesbians. There are some trans people. There are a couple straights in there. Hmm. So uh, I wanted to ask uh, a little bit ago, you were talking about Kiro is who you are. It's permeated your, your whole life. Can I ask about your family? Are you close with your family? Are they accepting of this identity? Do you, uh, My family accepts me as gay, sure. Uh, not at first. Not at first. My mom did not accept that. Uh, oh, 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 well, my, my, okay. My parents are divorced. Okay. Uh, backing it up a little bit. And I, I was in the closet in high school. Super in the closet. Graduated. Um, met some friends. Like, I must have been 18 or so. Uh, came out to friends at that time. Didn't come out to my mom until, like, mid-20s or something. I think she... And when my mom found out, like, oh, my fucking God. <laughs> I told my mom... I was like, I need to borrow your van because I need to move. And so she was going to use my car because we we're going to switch vehicles. My mom was using my car. Like I said, we switched. She went to go grocery shopping or something. She's driving. And then like this really bright light uh, came on. And it was like from inside the car and something fell out of like the little uh, the sunshade. And so she looked at this uh, and she found a note or something. And she drove back home as soon as she found what fell out of the sunshade. And it was my note to an old ex. And I said, um, hello, Peter. And I want to say I love you. And I really enjoyed our life together. And the sex was great. And she read the note because of this light that went off in the car. And I was like, fuck. Oh, no. Yeah, she knew it was my handwriting. She knew it. She knew it. <laughs> so that's how she found out. So she came back home. Uh, Mom saw me come back. And she's like, hey, can I talk to you? I'm like, yeah, sure. And she whips out the note. And I saw that note in the back of my mind. I was like, fuck! <laughs> and I opened the note and I'm like, hmm, yes, mom. And she just kind of sighed. Shook her head no. She's like, please go back to being straight. Hmm. And I was like, mom, I can't. That's who I am. That's, that's me. And she's like, uh, fine, but don't tell the rest of the family. And so for a while, I didn't say anything, just for a few months. And then I thought, forget it, forget mm. it. I just, I told my brother, I told uh, my dad, I just told everybody, just put it out there. My dad, he's like, yeah, come over to my house for dinner. 
And I saw this message and I'm like, oh man, okay, I'll be there. So I drove to my dad's house, got there. Like, hey dad, he's like, oh hi, Foster, come on in, come on in, come on, sit down over here, come on. And his friend got up and left immediately. And I was like, oh man. So I sat down with my dad. He's like, what's up, Foster? <laughs> I'm like, you asked me to come over. He's like, yeah, I know, I know. I know you were gay ever since you were little. You were playing with Barbie dolls. I'm like, what? <laughs> Fuck, you knew? <laughs> He's like, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, Dad, I'm gay. He's like, that's okay. I love you. And I'm like, oh, I started crying. I started crying. I started crying. And I was like, oh, my God, thank you, Dad. He's like, Mom did not accept me for, for I mean, it, it must have been two years. And then she finally started accepting me. My dad accepted me right away. So, wow. I'm thinking about, I always thought that moms would accept and dads wouldn't. And it yeah. was totally the opposite. Totally the opposite. I was like, what the fuck? It was crazy. Do you talk to them at all about the pup part of this? Oh, no, 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 no. My parents don't know that I'm in an open marriage even. So shush about that. Oh, so they know you're married. They don't know that it's open. Okay. They don't know that it's open. Got it. And you, by the by the way you're acting, it sounds like they... Uh, don't need to know or you don't know, don't necessarily want to tell them talk about that part i mean actually my mom kind of knows that i'm a pup but does she know that i play with people i don't think mm. she knows that part mm. and i would prefer to keep it that way my <laughs> sister uh rocky she knows she knows, mm. she knows like everything mm. and we are super tight super mm. tight super close and i mean my sister is just like i mean I'm like, oh, I played with this other new pup and we fucked everything. She's like, oh, cool, Foster, yeah, tell me about it. It's great. Okay, great, have fun. And so she's really cool. Um, and I mean, my husband knows everything, so yeah, it's yeah. That must be nice at. to have your sister uh, know and be. Oh, oh my God, yes, oh. yes. I mean, we are just so close, so close. Yes. Would you like someday for to talk to your parents about it? Is that something that eventually you want them to know, or you just want them not like not to know about that part of your life? Honestly, I love my parents, but they are old fashioned hmm. and I don't know how they would feel even about the open marriage stuff, open relationship stuff. I would prefer to probably keep all that stuff to myself, I think, unless they were like asking me or like if they had a direct question about it. Like if they were like, Foster, are you in an open relationship? I would, on I would answer them honestly. But if we're not going to talk about it, then I'm going to let it lie. Hmm. 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 Is there any last words? Anything else that we didn't ask that we should know about? I mean, I think putting pup aside for a second, and definitely putting cats aside. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, I think just like the open relationship stuff, I mm. think honestly, I, I just want to really reiterate communicating with your partner, boyfriend, husband, whoever it is, it's so important. How long have you been together? Almost 11 years. Wow. And married? Uh, almost five years married, but together for 11. Wow. That's really impressive, especially in the gay world. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. True biz. Absolutely. Yes. I mean, I've tried to date a few deaf people, and it did not work out at all. Why? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, I mean, I'm happy to share. Uh, you know, hey, um, I'm going to really stick to the deaf community right now, I guess. But... <laughs> Deaf people tend to gossip like really bad, really huh. bad levels of gossip. And there's like zero confidentiality, zero privacy. Like one time, my uh, previous, previous, previous ex who was deaf, uh, we dated, you know, we've, you know, fucked, had sex and everything all, you know, as you do. And like two days later, 
uh, I was at a deaf event. Just a deaf event. We were just socializing. And someone's like, hey, Foster. And I'm like, hi. I'm like, hey, I heard uh, what happened uh, to your partner. And I'm like, what? Two days ago. What, what, what are you talking about? What? Oh, yeah, you totally fucked uh, my best friend. And this is this person who I'm not going to name right now. And I'm like, oh, my God. How did you know that we fucked two days ago? Where'd you get that information? I mean, like, nothing is confidential. Nothing is secret. And so I went to my partner and I, at the time, and I'm like, why did you tell the person we fucked? And he's like, yeah, it's not private. You know, we're just open. I'm like, no, don't talk about her sex life. Mm. That's between you and me. And he's like, oh, whatever. It's totally fine. And I'm like, oh, you think that's fucking fine? <laughs> really? You think that's fine? And, and I, so I asked that person, and I'm like, hey, so person that knows about this, did you tell other people? And like, oh, yeah. I told my other best friend. I told my other friend over here. I told this other friend, that friend, whole friend. And so, like, literally everybody in the fucking world knew about it. And I'm like, done. I'm done with this. Wow. I do not want this anymore. Uh, you cannot trust a deaf person in a relationship. No. <laughs> wow. I had no idea. If you ever have a relationship with a deaf guy... You will you will get whiplash. You will be like people will know like the next day every single thing. You will be have no privacy. I'm warning you right now. Trust me. What if I like that? <laughs> I mean, okay, okay, no problem with that if you like it. Should we take a break? Yeah, let's take a break. Let's take a break. <laughs> this is the part where Mike and Kyle take a break. So are we back? We're back. <laughs> We're back. Uh, we are going to do our gayest and straightest. We're going to do our gayest and straightest. But first, our website is gayishpodcast.com. Our Twitter, Facebook, Instagram is at gayishpodcast or slash gayishpodcast. Our hotline, you can send us text messages or leave us voicemails, is 5855-GAYISH. That's 585 542 Nine four seven four standard rate supply. And our email is gayishpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, so, Kiro, if people out there want to get in touch with you, or do you have anything that you want people to know? Um, I mean, if you can find me on Facebook, contact me on Facebook if you'd like. Okay. And you mentioned um, moshes, right? Oh, yeah, the mosh. Yeah, definitely. It's the, I'm thinking the second Friday. It's like a, like a social night um, event. And then the next day is the actual official mosh. Uh, but yeah, yeah, sh come up to these events. Come out. You, you said it's at the Cuff Complex on Capitol Hill in Seattle. Mm -hmm. Correct. Yes, correct. Cool. So if you're in the side of Seattle area, go check that out. We are going to do our gayest and straightest. Let's do our gayest and straightest. Uh, do you want me to start? Yeah, go for it. Okay, great. Um, so <laughs> the straightest thing about me this week, on my way to work this morning, I was merging onto the 520 and there was another SUV. I, I think it was an Escalade. It was a big ass car. And it, like he came up beside me and like matched my speed and was giving me this like, are we going to fight for who gets to merge first thing? I just felt really butch in my Jeep. I was like, yeah. And I punched it and tried to beat him off the line. And, you know, it was fun. Did you win? Uh, yeah, I did. Actually. Oh, good for you. Did yeah. you say you beat him off? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, and the gayest thing about me this week, I didn't tell you about this, but like three or four nights ago, I had a dream that uh, I, I had to call you because I was so upset that Cardi B had died. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I woke up in this like cold sweat. I was like, oh my God, is she okay? Like I did that thing where like maybe it's real. Yep. Um, <laughs> not not everyone would be upset by that. <laughs> depending on who you are. Yeah, just, just having dreams about a pop person dying is like, that's pretty, pretty <laughs> fucking gay. That's adorable. <laughs> um, my 
straightest thing. This is a little bit old, but it's so straight that I wanted to use it. Um, when my dad was visiting me, we went down to Tacoma um, and we did a bunch of stuff while we were there. But one of the things we did was uh, when we were at the hotel room, he turned on ESPN and we watched track and field. Awesome. Why? I don't know. I mean, he grew up doing track and field, but it's just, I don't know. It seemed really weird. Do you have a favorite track and field event? Um, the pull vault. <laughs> the, the more pull, the better. Yeah, you would. Um, uh, <laughs> the gayest thing. Shit. I had one, then I forgot. Wah, wah. <laughs> what is this? Episode 123, 124. Get your shit together, Kyle. You know how this works. <laughs> You the- you came over on Sunday. We had dinner, and then a bunch of us went up on the roof. And I came back downstairs to get uh, another beer and go to the bathroom. And you were laying on the couch singing. I think it was Britney. Oh, was I? Yeah, you were singing something. Oh, I don't remember that. Okay, but I but that does remind me, especially this weekend. I uh, the Taylor Swift song came out. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like the Gay Pride one. That the, like. Gays love to hate, and I, the last two Taylor Swift songs, I've like had to play for you many times in a row. So th- yep. there we go. That oh, that's my gayest uh, thing. Uh, uh, I'm supposed to say quiet, <laughs> but, but Taylor Swift, a cis straight white woman, is writing a song sh- about gay pride. She fuck her. Woo! Wow. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm tired of straight people. She- Culturally appropriating gay pride this year is offensive. She uh, went to oh the. Oh my god! She went to the Stonewall Inn uh, to perform there. Oh, congratulations! And, you walked down the street. And <laughs> um, to her credit, I made fun of her as well, especially like on Twitter. She also raised money um, and signatures for the Equality Act, but it all it all feels like. There's something about it. Even though she's doing good things, it's like, it doesn't feel... Is the Equality Act the name of her new album? (laughs) Well, that's the thing about, like, I recorded a new song that now you have to go buy, and it's about... I don't know. It's just in time for Gay Pride. It doesn't. There's something about it that feels weird and feels off. Um, Yeah, I... I I have a friend who uh, used to work with us um, at Trader Joe's, and, you know, they wanted something new they wanted to go to a new place they wanted to change in their life they wanted to move away went to utah uh you know trader joe transfer Mm -hmm. down to utah went all the way down there got there started working and the boss was like gosh you know i need you i need you to stop acting so gay (gasps) what (laughs) (laughs) and yeah they just were like dead in their tracks they were like i'm sorry this is who i am they're like no your little crop top. Nope. You need a full shirt. You need to, you know, no shorts. Make sure that you get pants. And they were like, no, no, no. And they were like, we can't have you being so gay here. We're sorry. We can't have it. And they were like, if you can't change, I'm going to have to let you go. But, you know, fuck Utah. <laughs> fuck straight people. Fuck it all. <laughs> like, no. I just was, I was like, man, you, you got to tell me they can't change you. And they were like, yeah, you know, I, I don't want to lose my job, though. And I'm like, oh, just to be put in that situation. Yeah, and I mean, if it was me there, I would have just exploded at that fucking manager. I would be like, "You think you're fucking firing me? Yeah, you fucking fire me. I will sue your ass. You you try, you cannot, 
expect to change a person. You can't make me straight acting. You can't. It yeah. does not work. You can't do it. That's why we need the Equality Act, which will help protect everyone from these kind of situations. Thanks for the help, exactly Taylor so. Swift. <laughs> you're do you're getting us there. <laughs> um, okay. Yes, exactly. So, exactly. Kira, Kira, do you have a gay straightest? Mm, I do. Yeah, I do. There was a straight wedding. That was great. Uh, a friend of mine, uh, ex, who was dating this other person, they were kind of dating. Great. Uh, invited me. Sure. Sure. I'll, I'll go hang out at a wedding. Yeah. Why not? Um, just sitting there chatting. And I was trying to, I mean, I was, nobody knew sign there. So I was trying to read people's lips all the time. I was the only person. Nobody knew any signing and stuff. So it was just, you know, just lip reading, lip reading, lip reading. Trying to focus on one person at a time. It was really tough. Uh, and then one person asked me, hey, you want to dance? And I'm like, sure. So we went out and danced. And that per there was a person like off over there and they were looking and they were like, he did this sign, like the limp wrist sign. And he was like, oh, you're a faggot, aren't you? And I saw that out of the corner of my eye as I was dancing. And I tapped the person and I'm like, hey, just so you know, this guy over here, you know, I mean, he's calling me a faggot. And we like looked over and... He's like, you're fags, you're fags. And the person I was with got so angry. And I was like, no, 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 just forget it, forget it. No, just hold on. You know, it's a best friend's wedding. I don't want to cause a scene. So we just kept dancing and stuff. And that person kept on, just kept on. You over there, you're a fag, you're a fag. And I eventually lost my cool. I lost my cool. So I decided to just go over there. And I was like, look, I was, I was trying to talk actually. And I was like, look, if you can't accept this, yeah, get the fuck out. <laughs> wow. And... Uh, the wedding couple heard me because I, I, I think I screamed and they came up and like, are you okay? Are you okay? What happened? Foster, are you all right? And I'm like, you know, he kept calling me a fag like over and over and over like as I'm dancing with this person. And so they told him to get out actually. Oh, oh nice. So uh, the, getting the support um, from these, these people was oh. awesome. That was a great moment. That was a great moment. That's so sweet. I mean, I mean, I mean if it, you can't accept gay people, just like, ah, oh, oh. that That sucks that happened to you, but that's... Could you have friends that were on your side? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I was ready to beat his ass, yeah. honestly. I was, but uh, it was not worth it. It was not worth it. Yeah. Being at a, a straight wedding, I don't know, for some reason just always reminds me that, I, that I'm not straight. Like, it's just, I don't know. Yeah. What about gay? You've, you shared with us before recording and during break some gay moments. <laughs> what, what's your gayest thing? Um, gay, so many gay moments. <laughs> uh, I mean, I was just scrolling through my phone. I was looking at Scruff. And then I went to Scent File. And then I was, you know, just going, I mean, every day I check them out every day, every day, every day, every day, every day. And um, trying to meet folks. And, you know, I, sometimes you know, I'm just like, you know, most of the time I say no. I mean, I got two jobs to get folks on work, right? <laughs> but. Um, I am available on Fridays and Saturdays, and so putting myself out there, I think, was pretty gay. Uh, trying to balance your time between work and scruff? That's, that's gay. That's pretty gay. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah, that's very gay. That's very gay. <laughs> awesome. Uh, so that's it. A special thank you to Kiro for being on the show today. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Yes, thanks for being on. Oh, I am so glad to be here with all of you. And thank you... To our interpreter. Oh. Yeah, that was next on my list. You're, you're taking my. You're taking my. You're taking my <laughs> material. Uh, thank you to Brad Galloway and HSDC Interpreting Services for making this even possible. That's really awesome. Yeah. 
Uh, so that's it. That's it. This has been Gayish. I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. Until next week, be butch, be fabulous, be you. See you next week. See you next week. And you're a total fucking whore, Kyle. So. <laughs> that's, the, that's the one. <laughs> you didn't tell me you were a whore. We could, we could be whores together. <laughs> <laughs>